Hello and welcome to episode 60, 60 of the FOMOcast. It's a good number. It's a good number. Can't believe we're already at 60. It's pretty insane. Um, I'm Chris. I'm Titus. And we're both back here in my bar. You're going to hear a little bit of rain. And Tim, I wanted to say uh, I uh, pulled the battery out of that smoke alarm because it wasn't working anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, so I got rid of that beeping noise. You might hear the little pit patter of the rain. Um, but we're in here nice and, and cold. Cause it's still not. I need to get a space heater in here or something. It's not too bad. I just got to bubble up, bundle up, bundle up, yeah. Bundle up. Um, we want to uh, thank our Patreon subscribers. Tell everyone to go visit our social media: Facebook.com/slash/FomoCast, Twitter: FOMO underscore Cast, and FOMO Podcast on Instagram. And then um, uh, make sure you go to Pod Bros Network, PodBros.com. Check them out. Listen to them. Listen to everything on there. Because they're always so great, especially um, go to. Uh, I don't know if that's the delight- that's delightful. Probably will have something about President Bush's death that happened yesterday. So um, HW, the older one, yeah. yeah. Um, I completely forgot that his wife died earlier this year. That's crazy. And Barbara Bush died earlier this year, so that's crazy. Ah, you know uh, we can't talk about that. No, say go ahead. Do you know who uh, Roger Stone is? No. You know Roger Stone's like an operative for uh, for Trump. He's really into the Republican Party kind of thing. Uh huh. And he knew Barbara Bush pretty well. And they didn't like each other, but he said if you were to light Barbara Bush, her body on fire, she burned for three days because of all the alcohol that was in her system. (laughs) (laughs) They always say stuff like that for someone like that. We're we're mostly entertainment, but you get a little politics in it. But it's the same thing about certain, like, celebrities. People people always, it's weird. um, But he knew the family. Like, he worked with the Bushes. True, but you get get all these people that that do stuff like that. Like, they'll... um, some, someone will die, yeah, and they'll have a connection to the family, and they may not have a good connection, but you can't be that person that's like, oh, they were a bad person, you know. Especially when they're dead. Right. Yeah. So then they'll say something like that. Oh, I'm not saying they're an alcoholic, but she was an alcoholic. I think she was an alcoholic. I mean, I've heard, I, no, I'm, I've heard stories that yeah. she was just always sloshed. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? If you've never noticed... When are the presidents the happiest after they've stopped being president? So I'm Sports sure they started the drinking. You know what I mean? Like my favorite photos ever are of uh, uh, Bar- uh, Michelle Obama and uh, George W. Bush, mm-hmm. the younger Bush. Right. When they're de- he's sneaking her candies at an event. He was handing her candies. I can't remember what it was that. I think it was a funeral. I think so. Yeah. And then they were smiling and like they're always just having a f- so much fun. And I'm like. Yeah, and you always forget that um, his George W. Bush's wife killed somebody back in the day. You know what I mean? Stuff like what? that. Yeah, she was like, I think sixteen or seventeen. She ran someone, ran, hit someone, and killed him. On her car. Yeah, yeah. I always look up like I hear people say stuff like that. Like Matthew Broderick, he killed someone in Ireland, driving a car. Um, How did he get away with that recently? No, it was like in the eighties. Because um, he's a celebrity. That's a celebrity the way to get away with. I'm a celebrity. I can kill. But him. I always look stuff up like that. I'm like, oh, how true is this? And he's like, oh no, yeah, she did. And it was, it was, it was like, it was like in the 50s is when this happened. I think, maybe, okay. yeah, maybe I think 50s. Did you hear that joke about? Let's, I guess, talk about uh, Daddy Bush. What do you do? How he would like grope women? Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, um, like What's they your were. Favorite music, uh... But here's the problem, though, is is that. When they show some of the pictures, I'm like, if you're a man in a wheelchair and you refuse to squat down next to him, where do you want to put his hands? Poor man probably can't lift his hands higher than that, so he's just putting his hands where he can put them. Or just probably also taking liberties, but... Or just don't put your hands on him. No. Yeah. That's my favorite was, um, have you seen the picture of Keanu Reeves? Uh-huh. 
and he's doing a meet and greet and you look and his hands are hovering. He's not even touching them. And he's like, it's like Keanu Reeves is on the next level because he knows he's like hovering. He's not touching them. He's not doing anything. You know what I mean? It's like that DJ, um, a DJ got fired for groping Taylor Swift. And there's photo, like, you could see fingers down by her butt cheek. And I'm like, bro, bro, oh, she ruined my life. Well, no, duh, you sexually assaulted her on, uh, with, with, with. Or the side, the side boob one, too. Yeah. I've noticed that, too. That's why you always go to, you don't even, no, you don't even touch. I don't even, I don't even talk to girls anymore. You be careful. Maybe small, maybe upper back, but you don't want to put on the shoulder because that could be feeling like you're being forceful and pulling them down. You don't put on the back of the neck because that's. That's that's just the that's weird, spot. man. That's weird. It's, it's, so you're just like when you take photos. Uh, my go-to is thumbs in the pockets. You know, okay. trying to be Mr. Cool Guy. It'd be like the Fonz. Okay. You never saw the Fonz put his hey. arms around anyone, but he wants you to date him. Hands in the pockets. There you go. So make sure you always have pockets. Yes. There thumbs. you go. You know, Hands. and don't be like Joy Behar, who uh, thinks that all men are sexual predators, but she's got. So many photos of her down by men's crotches, pretending like she's gonna grab it. Really? She 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 got busted. She got not busted. She got talked about because she was saying, you know, um, that that um, what's his face, that comedian that got in trouble, that um, Al Franken. Al Franken. When he has that photo of her pretending, he's like pretending he's gonna right. grope. Um, the sleeping reporter. Well, then the, right afterwards, Joy Behar is like, "Oh, that's that's despicable," and stuff like that. And then she comes out with a photo of her doing the same thing, Robin Williams, literally down on like down on the ground and gonna grab his thing. And you know, we were talking before he came on about the whole Me Too movement. That's what you get the you you. We should talk about Neil too. That's pretty crazy. okay. So so it just came out that Neil deGrasse Tyson um, is being accused of. Well, they say three people. Really, it's uh, two people are saying sexual assault. The one woman said it's not, but it kind of is because she said that. Um, I guess she has a, uh, a tattoo on her chest or her collarbone. It goes over her back and down her shirt, and that he supposedly put his hand in her shirt. It's not clear if it's the front or the back. Either way, you're touching her. You shouldn't be doing that. But she said, said that he just felt like he had entitlement issues, and so... One said she was uh, drugged and raped in the 80s. The other one said she was his resistant recently and that she had to quit because of him being inappropriate. So um, I always tell people, I know it's not going to help, don't be jumping to the conclusion because you don't know. Um, even people that hate, again, politics, Brett Kavanaugh, like th- two of the three accusers recanted everything as soon as everything was done. So there's always a motive behind something some people want to make sure that you don't get touched or harassed by somebody other people are like oh i'm gonna make money off of this and in today's world you never know which is which so always treat people with respect no matter what their gender or anything like that because i mean yeah i have pretty much you're the only person i talk to you know just my family i don't want to get in trouble i don't talk to anybody just stay at home watch netflix and chill hey in in, rea- in reality, there's so many issues you can get yourself into just by saying something wrong the wrong way. They make fun of it. There's this um, I don't know if you've seen this. They have the this uh, there's a guy who's like a fake magician mm-hmm. on Facebook, and he has all of his friends. They're all like former Vine people, okay. and they go and they they do like prank videos, but they also do like 
regular videos, and one of them is like they're legitimately um, playing Guess Who, and they're like, um, "Do you guys? Do you have a black guy?" And the guy's all triggered, like, "Oh my god, um, do you have an African American? How do you assume he's from? He's American?" And he's like, "Do you have a person with a, has a darker complexion?" Like he's constantly being changed, and it's like, "Do you? Why do you assume his gender? All, all that kind of stuff." So there's so much stuff that you get you in trouble. You know what I mean? That PC is just a little too crazy. It's, I get it on one hand because some people have jerk little kids that say stuff that's inappropriate to people. They're kids. They are, but um, when you see three-year-olds that have more compassion than some people, it's all about how you raise your kids sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? So if someone's being a little turd and going, why does that lady look like a man? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It makes me feel icky just because you can't really talk about half the stuff. You can't, you can't, we're lucky enough for entertainment, but we don't have to talk about the real big issues we don't want to. I can just go into uh, Netflix or Marvel or Disney, or there's, there's, there's always something entertainment wise. But when something big issue comes up like this, you're kind of like, you kind of should address it because so many famous people have become targets for so much. And the, the big problem is, is people don't want to come out. For so long because of the victim shaming that happens. So then all of a sudden, you know, um, someone says, I was inappropriately touched. And they're like, you have no proof. And then you're sitting there in a stalemate. Now you just convinced 20 other people who possibly were assaulted by the same person to not come out. Because it's not like they have a network of like, oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson assaulted me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the, the one lady came out because of the article that was written. I guess there was an article written in some uh, book or magazine. And um, they came out and said that this is what happened with him. I always find it interesting, though. How do they get – what starts those conversations? I don't know. Because I, I, you never see the – like, I need to find the original article. Because what if it was legitimately like a conversation about something completely different? And then randomly goes into Neil deGrasse Tyson sexually assaulted me. It's like where, because they're always is this how it, it's happened every time. Has he made a comment? Uh, not yeah, nothing yet. Nothing no, yeah, no, because we kind of looked at the article. And nothing. Soon. And it's weird because it's it's almost like it's like hey, um, uh, we're gonna do an article about this, and all of a sudden it comes out. No, they're like we're talking about this. So it's almost like the Cosby thing where Hannibal Burris right brought it up, brought it up because everyone knew about it. And all of a sudden, everyone became outraged because they're like, wait, people knew about it? And um, I've heard multiple comedians come on podcasts where they're like, well, yeah, it was just kind of like the, oh, that's Bill. And it's like, no, it's not. It's insane to me. Like, here's a guy talking about morality and don't curse. And, like, he's America's dad. And you find out he's America's greatest serial rapist. Yeah. That's just a crazy, like, like I, the hypocrisy and everything. I find that stuff very fascinating. Like just well, and I think the other problem too is is that um, I've I've seen you, you people have seen probably a lot of different comedians and uh, talking about different stuff like oh hey you know I knew like a big one was um, Louis C.K. was the last one that had an right. issue and um, have you heard what Sarah Silverman has said about it? No. She's like, so I'm not going to go into details what he did. He did his inappropriate stuff. Okay, but, I know what he does, yeah. Right, but he he did it in front of her, and she, he asked her permission, and she right. said, okay. And what she said, though, is this is what my favorite thing she said, though. She goes, I'm not condoning what he did, 
But she goes, it's different for him to do it to another comedian of his same caliber and then to do it to a person who is below him who feels like they need to allow him to do it because if they don't, he won't he'll blackball them or do something to them. Okay, so you. she, she did, she's the only person I've seen so far who's been like, kind of like, eh, he did it to me, but it was kind of like a ha joke kind of thing mm-hmm. where that's our kind of humor, but she didn't justify it. And I think that's the big problem is, is that some people, well, like you said, the Cosby thing, now everyone assumes that everyone justified it. Oh, it happened. You know, and then you, then the worst part is, is that you hear all these stories about, Oh, well, someone's been talking about, like, the one we just talked about with Neil deGrasse Tyson. The one that happened to her in the 80s, apparently it's been online for for numerous years that she said that this happened. So why is it now not coming out? You know, you, you wonder who's paying who, who's, you know... Yeah, I'm sure he's made some enemies. Because that's the big thing with Cosby. He was he paid off that first the first person. He paid her off. So that's why it never came out. Yeah, I, it's pretty too early to what's going on with Neil but you know you don't want to say anything bad because he is kind of um, I don't know he I like the cosmos I like that show he's the only person I've seen so far who is kind of like um, cause cause anyone that's got any kind of science uh, science background mm-hmm. they basically ask him do you believe in God that's you know and he's the only person I've I've heard of who's been like he doesn't like to answer it the same way most people do. Like they're not matter of factly. So, but it doesn't change the fact that if he's a creeper, he's a creeper. We'll see. Is he, are there any court filings against him? Nothing. Or just people are just saying this. They're just saying it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the nature of the um, publication that those two women were in, because there, that's the other problem too. Is is that some of these publications they could be like a Breitbart or. You know, I don't trust the internet. Certain le- leaning different things. That the problem with the internet is you have to read seventeen hundred different articles to get a general idea because they're all leaning certain ways. Um, like the the closest thing you can get to neutral is NPR, which NPR still leans a little bit right. You know what I mean? They, they everyone's got their own agenda. I listen to NPR. I actually I do it at work. The one of the drivers that drives you around, he listens yeah. to NPR, and it's it's interesting. I used to actually like watching um, BBC News too, okay, because they don't care about America. America doesn't affect them at all, right? So you're talking about world issues, yeah. right? And what people don't know. So if you've never watched any international type of TV, it's shocking. <laughs> it's very shocking. No, it's surprising. Um, There's a reason why American media doesn't talk about the world, right? Because it's crazy. It's crazy. My grandpa used to watch before he passed away. He'd watch the Portuguese channel, and it would. It was in Portugal, and it was you'd literally just go to like some person, a reporter in the middle of riots, and they're all over. They, they literally, we have someone in Sierra Leone, we have someone in France, we have someone in uh, China, we have someone in Russia. They're all over the. We have correspondents all over the world, and literally they're just going, bam, on them, and you don't know. You could you be going to something mellow. You could be going to something that's insane. So I think we're so sheltered, and I think it's as the kids call it. There, people are woke now because right. everything getting leaked on the internet. Everything's recorded on camera, like we just talked about before. We talked about Cream Hunt from the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. We don't talk sports normally, but this will go more towards um, uh, the society you live in, where everything's on camera. So he's running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. <coughs> excuse me, before the season started. Right. Uh, was involved in an altercation with the woman. The woman said that he uh, 
hurt her, beat her up, whatever. We don't know what he told the NFL, but the NFL has come out and said now that he, the video came out that he lied to them. And um, ever since the Ray Rice thing, everyone's kind of like, you know, if you don't know, Ray Rice beat up his girlfriend and drug her out by her hair. A very, very disturbing video. Knocked her out. It, he knocked her out cold and then drug her out by her hair. Security guards didn't even know what to do because you see someone do that. they got married, though, right? Didn't they still get married? They got married. That's love. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know what love? that is. I don't know. That well, might they be say more. There's a thin line between love and hate. Well, I think that one's more of like a Kobe situation where she's going to be getting some money out of whatever. You know what I mean? Or she's got a free pass or something. Maybe, but I, mean, I don't she's know. Still, like <laughs> it's you know what? Some people though they are victim of abuse and they just deal with it. So you don't know. I, obviously, he's under a microscope now, so he can't be doing too much crazy stuff that you know about. Because the second someone sees a bruise on her, they'd be like, "What did he do?" The Kareem Hunt situation is this girl's just a random girl. Right. She says that she was kicked out and beat up because she wouldn't hook up with one of his friends. They said, no, we told her to leave, and she refused to leave, and then she ended up getting berate and hitting one of the girls. So all this goes down earlier this year before the season starts, and then the video comes out, and everyone's up in an uproar. And the NFL, for the first time ever, first of all, the Chiefs, this was a good point, too. A guy listened to it on the radio. A podcast, Ross Tucker, used to play for the NFL, Harvard grad, smart guy. He goes, I'm going to commend the Chiefs because the second this video came out, before he even got put on the uh, the pre- president of the NFL's, uh, they have a list, basically, you can't practice, can't do anything. Um, they cut him. Said no. I picked him up on the waiver, man. I did not even see it was too late. So they cut him, yeah. and he, uh, they said... When we asked Mr. Hunt, he lied to us. And then the NFL came out because the NFL didn't visit him too. And the NFL buried the police department in Ohio. I think it's where it was. Cleveland, I think. Yeah. And they said, we asked repeatedly the hotel and the police department. And they both refused to give us the video. So. Learned a lesson from Ray Rice. Right? They learned a lesson from Ray Rice. But they also, the, the thing that they pointed out, Ross Tucker did was, he goes, this is what I want people, everyone to see is, is a lot of times they get these young players that are great and they'll kind of turn a blind eye. That that guy was the main hope that the Chiefs had to win in the Super Bowl. And Good. they cut him. He wasn't Ray Rice was old anyways. Ray Rice was at the end of his career yeah. when it happened. He had maybe 3 or 4 years left. You know, tops. And then the, the the last 2 years would be him just being a a certain down player. He wouldn't be right. a full-time player. And they made the decision. So we always tell everyone, you know, we we try to have fun. This start off a dark and dark start of a podcast, but got to put it out there because it's out there. Yeah. You know, we don't talk dark too much dark stuff. But I will say that, uh, um, you know, you got to respect the women. You got to respect everybody, really. And women don't watch those drinks. Like watch those drinks. Don't. Uh, my my big thing is when I go out to drink, I, you annoying. Get, if, unless it's made in front of me, you're not put. You're not giving me no open glass. You're not uh, giving me nothing unless I get it myself. You know, because that's I, you can't trust nobody anymore. Especially when women travel abroad too and stuff. You gotta watch it. Um, dude, I don't even want to go abroad. Every, every single movie that has people traveling somewhere where they end up getting kidnapped or human centipede. You know, it's it's like what you know. One of my friends who travels a lot, he has this rule. He's like, I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not like, you just got to be smart. Well, there is just a guy in um, the UAE or Dubai uh-huh. who's in prison right. for grazing a man while walking through a bar. 
Yeah. He said that he touched his butt, basically. And it was because he was drunk. He was trying to squeeze through and got too close. And legitimately, that man's life could be ruined because he accidentally grazed someone's butt. Mm. So I should not talk to anybody, not drink anymore. I just got to stay home. I mean, it's it's not that. It's just don't get too crazy. But you got to think, too, is that eventually things like this were going to start happening because people try and keep – there was the one I saw. It was a creepy article – this woman was raped, and um, she couldn't get like she had this weird feeling, like she something was she just, she just couldn't. Obviously, it happened to her, but after it was over, well, it was the mattress. It was something about the mattress to her triggered something, and so she put it outside. Now and then, she said she's walking through New York and she'd see a mattress, and she just had flashbacks. Yeah. And I think that's the big problem too is that people don't want to relive the experience. No, you don't. Want you to watch you watch Law and Order SVU. It may be fake, but that's based on real stuff where people just want to get it over with and and get by it. But I'm happy people are getting exposed for what they're doing on certain things. Absolutely, because. These cameras on these phones, who would have thought Big Brother was us the entire time? Like It was us the whole time. The and I'm not talking about, like, they, they have these people that are, parents are calling in because the 17-year-old boy is having sex with their 16-year-old daughter. I'm not talking stuff like that because that, that can ruin a kid's life, and it's their kids. I'm talking more about, you know, these sexual assaults that are happening. And then there's even one, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook posted this video of a girl getting brutalized by this dude outside of a bar in Napa. And it was like, she got beat up bad. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's because social media is posting it all for us to see, or there's surveillance cameras. I don't know. I don't know what's going on to where it's more prevalent. We see stuff like this, but it feels like somebody's getting beat up, whether it's man on man, man on woman. It doesn't, someone's always getting beat up. Someone's always running a scam. Someone's always trying to be dece- deceitful. Billions of people. They're all doing something. They just had that one, that scam at the, um, the veteran, the GoFundMe thing. Right. Where the guy said he was homeless and the two people knew each other. And the girl now saying that she didn't know what was going on. She was just going along with it because... I think those women ripped off that guy, it seems like, from what I've looked into it. The homeless vet, right? You haven't seen the new update then? No. They're all arrested. Oh, they're all arrested. It was a big old... Because the two dudes were in on it. All of them ran on together. Oh, man. Okay. And so the guy got mad because he wasn't getting his cut. When you do a scam like that, you got to pay people off or... Get rid of them. I mean, have you not watched House of Cards, people? Just watch House of Cards. No loose ends. Title of no loose ends. All right, so we'll go. We'll go positive now because we're gonna go dark in the end too. Because Titus caught up on The Walking Dead. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, one thing I didn't I didn't show you was uh, so have you seen that Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy? I've heard about that. So people are saying it's getting good reviews. People the, are liking it. The movie's called Extremely Wicked and Shockingly Vile. That's the and title? Extremely Wicked and Shockingly Vile. I don't really like that title. I'm not a fan of it. I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, here's the problem, though, is that people are running out of names of movies. I mean... Did you ever watch that show on Netflix called uh, Mindhunter, honestly? No, I wanted to start watching it, though. I That's heard it's really good. That's a crazy story. Because that's based on, like, every single... It's a it's fictional, but it's based on different killers, right? I think, I think it's based on this guy who works for the FBI. I've, it's been a while since I've seen it. But he just goes to see these crazy murderers that just, like, do, like, vile things to women. Because he violent. was the one... It's based on the guy that, that was the first um, 
was it the sus- the profiler right. the first profiler so they're trying to create like is there a pattern to these two serial killers and serial yeah. rapists like is there something we can so that's the predict? first photo right there yeah I think it's gonna be a good movie I'm optimistic because Zac Efron has, is is an, actually a really good actor, and I feel like he gets kind of uh, hindered by the High School Musical stuff. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you're like, "Oh, it's the High School Musical guy." I'm like, "No, no, no." Um, I think of the neighbors guy. That's who he is to me. Oh yeah. yeah. I always think of him as um, the dude from the DJ movie. That, okay, I see that the, one. So you know who directed that movie, right? Who. The gray-haired guy, Max, from Catfish. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I always knew about it, because he was gone, and I'm like, why is Max gone? He's, he's filming this movie. That show, uh, I never understood why Max was on that show. Like, he seemed like a waste of space. Mm-hmm. But Max, when he's on that show, he... he like, he's, he's the he, voice of reason. He's got the clear vision. Like yes. He'll just put it all out there, and like, damn, Max, you got it right. He called, um, what he called, oh, no, I watched one, because um, I watch Ridiculousness, and I'll wake up, and Catfish yeah. will be on. But, um, yeah, so he directed that movie, so I was like, oh, Zac Efron's in that movie, I'm going to watch it. And I think the bad problem, the big problem for Zac Efron is he's so typecast for the longest time. I remember his first, first movie he did that was like... He played abs. What? Did he play abs? No. Okay. When he did the one where um, his brother, little brother died... It was oh, like a boating Saint, movie. Charlie St. McCloud? Yes. Cloud or something? Yeah. <laughs> and that movie got destroyed. And it was and it was like, well, that, he's trying to do something different. He's not trying to do... Right. He was in 17 again, which was basically High School Musical with, with a movie that was like in the theaters. It was... You, did you ever watch that one? No. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not feeling... I'm coughing like crazy. 17 again is basically... Uh, What's his name? Matthew Perry right. was a basketball star. And it stars um, Judd, Ap- I think Judd Apatow's wife, I think it is. The one that the red hair that's in all the right. knocked up in the movies. So they were high school sweethearts. They got married and they got, um, they're about to get divorced. And they got two kids. Well, I can't remember how it happens, but he ends up, um, Matthew Perry ends up getting transformed back into his teenage self. And he goes to the high school. And I can't remember why, but he's bonding with his kids. Stuff like that, but um, it was basically High School Musical. Mm. That's basically what it was. Hmm. Yeah, probably not gonna put that one in the queue anytime soon. It's not a bad movie. No. Thomas Lennon's in it. I love Thomas Lennon and anything he's in. Okay. You know who he is, right? No. Dangle from Reno Nine One One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's he's hilarious. He's really funny. Yeah. And he he creates a lot of stuff. Like he was. He, I used to love Reno Nine One One. Oh my God, Nick Swartzen yeah. is. Oh my god, he—it's it, just that whole that whole show. Speaking of funny shows, I was watching the I'm Sorry. Okay, so you watched it, yeah? And it's a good show. It's a good adult, very show. adult, very adult, very adult, Not for the kids, very adult. It's a good um, show. And I'm surprised at the actors that are in it. There's a lot of people in it that are um, known. Right? How can they curse if it's on like True TV? How are they able to do they bleep it out on True TV and not on Netflix? Um, they might do that, or it might be after a certain time. Because on cable, you can do it after a certain time. You can do all the words, mm-hmm. pretty much, because they mm-hmm. use the big ones. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm assuming that. So, so I, we said watch, watch, I'm sorry. Yeah. I actually would, I looked you it up. You won't be sorry. No. I don't know. Um, I think uh, I was, uh, I forgot to look it up on IMDb, because I was, um, 
I just finished episode 10 yesterday, I think it was. And I was like, oh, hey, I'll, uh, I'll see if it got season two is out yet. Because yeah. Andrea Savage, I know, oh, premieres, season two premieres Wednesday, January 9th. Um, so it's only going to have 10 more episodes. That kind of sucks. I don't know about the air airtime because it's weird because um, a lot of these shows that you see will be like on late at night. Because I, I remember when um, you remember when Comedy Central started doing the uncensored comedy shows and right. it'd be on at midnight. Right. It always went on at midnight. It was uncensored. So maybe it's something like that. Because okay. um, Andrea Savage, she she. Um, She's been on a couple other shows, I think, and she's been associated with different writing. That's the bad problem is, like, IMDb, when your friend has a show and you're giving them ideas and they're paying you kind of thing, you're not having an official title kind of thing because you could be, like, a ghostwriter or whatever. You don't get credit for it, so you don't know all she's been involved in. But I believe she was on um, the mockumentary about The Bachelor, too, some other stuff. But she's really good in it. The guy that plays her husband's really good in it. The guy that plays her dad is Martin Mull. He's hilarious. Right. Love him. And then the other guy, the black guy that was on uh, Redneck TV, whatever it was, he lost a lot of weight. Um, oh, what was his name? He's freaking hilarious because he's super like, he's so funny on that on that show. He's a stay at home dad, I believe, on it. So he just, it just, he cracks me up because when I remember him being on. Blue Collar TV, that's what it was. Okay, Blue Collar. He was on Blue yeah. Collar TV. He was one of the Gary Anthony Williams. So, most of you'll know him from uh, from the blue collar TV if you ever watched it, but a lot of people haven't. Wasn't around for very long, what a couple of years, if that. Um, yeah, I think uh, that was back when Larry the Cable Guy and all those guys were popular. Yeah, they did it right afterwards. Um, looks like um, he's mostly in like. Uh, voiceover stuff and apparently he's in a movie called WRZ White Racist Zombies. <laughs> what? Is that That's the on Netflix or is that expected August 6th when a virus spreads only to the white people of Los Angeles, the black community. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Huh. This is legit. This is legit. It's got Wayne Brady in it. It's Wayne Phil Brady. Lamar, Gary Anthony Williams, Wayne Brady, Terry Lane. I don't, I don't recognize any of the other names. That's something to watch. This guy's name's Motown Maurice. I don't think that's his real name. Okay. When the virus spreads the only to the white people of Los Angeles, the black community must save itself. When it realizes these zombies don't want brains, they want melanin. Oh, is that skin color? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh my god, that's so good! Oh my god, Hollywood man's coming it's back. It's not rated. It's not rated yet. I'll show you. So this one has them in the photo. So it's got the only one photo they have is of Wayne Brady, Phil Lamar, and the Gary Anderson Williams, Anthony Williams, and it looks like maybe they're valet somewhere because they're wearing uniforms. So actually, I'm gonna watch that. I don't, I don't is like. Is that gonna come on the theater or is that gonna come on Netflix? Um, Oh, it hasn't even started filming yet. Okay. Well, let's see. No, it has to have. Film oh, it's filming. It's expected August sixth. <coughs> All right. Um 
tagline, bite privilege. <laughs> Silly. It says release date. No, it says limited release. So it's probably going to be one of those ones you're going to have to search out, try and find. So, but yes, watch the I'm Sorry. We talked about it last week, and I think, I think it's it's great. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Speaking of Netflix, man. we got Daredevil news. That's exciting, right? I mean, it doesn't affect me because I don't watch the show. But. Oh, man. So Daredevil got canceled, and the joke now is um, someone tweeted a picture of a little girl sitting on the bus, their eyes all big, and it's like when you're Jessica Jones... And you're sitting here in Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil have all been canceled. It's tough. Tough for all those And it has been announced that they will not be going to Disney+. Plus. So here's my theory. So Disney+, Plus, um, even though it's going to have the Mandalorians on it, which is could be kind of violent, it's mm-hmm. not going to have cuss words. Right. It's going to be Star Wars violent, though, with lasers. Right. No so problem. I'm thinking they, they, they like the grit and the darkness of it, but it still has a Disney name to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe, because um, who knows? So, so if if they're working on Disney Plus, ABC or one of the affiliates of Disney has to be working on another streaming service similar to it, right? Because they know they can make money off their own streaming service. So they've passed on it now, basically officially. So that means that the deal's done. So they had the deal where if Netflix kept making the shows that they would keep the rights to it. So my thinking is, is Disney has a deal in place with somebody else or has something planned to maybe make more money or whatever. Cause people don't realize my, my big thing. If you like a show, watch it. No one was watching it. That's why I got canceled. All these like, Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You got to remember if only a hundred thousand people, even, even a hundred thousand, mostly most of those signature things get like 50,000. Mm. 100,000 people is not enough people to be watching a show to keep it on. Not even close. It's not not enough people. So How does Netflix calculate how many people watch the show? I think they track how you stream and everything. Okay. So they see how many times you watch it. Because I know that like with... Um, so Netflix is watching me too, huh? Man. That's how they make suggestions for you, what, you, what to yeah, watch. Yeah, I know. But um, the big thing with it is like people don't know, so... I think up until like a couple of years ago, even if you watched a show on your DVR, you had to watch it within so many days in order for them to get credit for you watching it. Now it's not that way. Now you have like a month to watch it because you know some people are just busy. So you have a month to watch it and you watch it and they get credit. So my thing is, is if you have a show that you love on Netflix, like I love I'm Sorry, I'll put it on and we'll keep watching it. Right. There's a reason why Netflix always makes the joke. Uh, an uh, office joke every like th- two three months, and then they have to announce where an office is not coming off of because some people watch it. Wow! Like the joke, I'm in a, some office fan groups, and they go, "I literally pay nine ninety nine a month to Netflix for a subscription to watch The Office." That's their joke, but it's true. I watch all the time. I've watched. I usually go through the entire series probably ten to fifteen times a year. Really? Yes. Is background? noise or are you just like oh, I got a 30 minutes want to relax and watch The Office yeah about that I'll I'll play it and the thing is my wife gets mad because I'll watch it and I'll fall asleep and I'm like oh I left off in this episode so I'll go back you feel safe you feel comfortable it's nice. one of those things where it's familiar it's yeah. it's, 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 it's it kind of like playing a video game to me yeah, I know I'm going to find laughter in it I know I'm going to have fun so I'm going to watch it again 
So, so Netflix, they always make hard decisions, you know. But here's the thing. So, they did that. Mm. And I didn't say this. I need to search it right now because I know that this got announced. Um, they, everyone's like, oh, you know, they always cancel this. They cancel that. Mm. They've already announced um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This season, part two. Part two? Part two is coming out in, um, I think it's April 19th it was. Mark your calendars. You know what I mean? So it's, and they, so December 14th they have one coming out that's a Christmas episode. And then it's like April 19th, I think. They just posted an article. Let me see. Um, it came out October 26th. So that so look at that. So October twenty sixth, it was released, and it's already getting its second season, or well, part two as they call it, that fast. You know what I mean? So obviously it did good. Right. So that that just shows you that's proof alone that your viewing could you know affect everything. So make sure you go out there. Make sure you watch it. Um. You know, it's something to do. Uh, one weird thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, me and Titus were talking about it before. Um, the British Film Institute. So, I, I I didn't know this, but, you know, like most of American movies get funded by Chinese uh, f- film companies. Right. They bankroll everything. So, the British Film Institute, I guess, is a company that they help fund movies. And um, they're no longer going to fund movies with uh, scarred villains. I mean, we're talking about James Bond. That's it's over. That was the big thing, but oh. we said like James Bond yeah. gets funded by their own people. Right. But um, if you wanted to make a movie like that, you can't with funding with from them. And I just thought it was an interesting. What about like thing. heavy wrinkles. Now they have like heavy wrinkles on their face. So like a Sharpay. <laughs> so no more Sharpays because they got heavy wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, well, the photo for the thing was um, Heath Ledger as the Joker, and I guess it's it's a program. Um, there's a charity thing. Basically, it's it's. Um, they're saying that basically, they don't want people to be vilified for um, having uh, scars on them. And I guess they're actually funding a video, of the story about that woman who had acid thrown on her face. Oh man! So it, I think it's about um, <clears throat> body positivity and basically being pro. You know. Yeah, but people, you see people with scars on. That's just the way it is. I know, but I get the fact that they're saying it's always the bad guys, the uh, okay. the one that has the scar kind of thing. And the scar is usually what caused them to be a bad guy. They're not going to like the Punisher season two, obviously, because one of the main characters' face in the one of the bad guys has got scars all over his face. So it's, how do you get scars on his face? I can't tell you. Oh no, it'll spoil the previous I mean, season. You can just tell me. I'll tell you later. All right. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was kind of, um, you know, it was interesting to see because you don't see too many people taking stands like that. That's a pretty big stand. Is it? It is to me because that's the easiest way to make a movie. Have a good guy, have a bad guy, and you have a story. So now you're just going to make sure the bad guy doesn't. So they can't, they have no scarring. What if they just like are missing a few fingers? Would that be okay then? Like where's the scarring in? Is it just the face or just where you can see it? Yeah, maybe that. What about well, scarred you know, hearts? Well, that's the funny part. So, so scarred villains. So now they can do oh, the one where the like um, the reveal on Guardians where the Rocket where he has the scars all over his back, but he's a hero. 
So maybe they'll turn it that way. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I don't watch too many British movies, but every once in a while, I, I want to get um, bored and then really excited. So I watch a British movie every I once in a while. I told you I don't like the accents. So I don't watch the shows. Yeah. You don't? No. I like the ones they have Cockney in there when it's like super like un... Like not very uh, like a primp and proper. It's like okay. like the R version of slang. Okay, like that's uh, Jason Statham's really good at that. Right. That's like um, Crank Two. All of his stuff in there. That he was just speaking Cockney, and they go, "Just keep going. We like what you're saying. We don't know what you're <laughs> no saying. No one's understanding what you're saying. No, but it sounds good. Exactly. Um, let us know what you feel about uh, anything we've talked about so far today. Well, scars too. Facebook.com plus FOMOCast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and go to patreon.com plus FOMOCast. Um, we had a couple more things. Um, so John Krasinski, they talked to him about writing the sequels for A Quiet Place. He wrote yes. that movie. He wrote the first movie. Did he direct it too or just wrote yes. it? Yes. And he starred in it. Good for him. Triple and his wife was in it. Emily Blunt's his wife. Okay. And um, she's actually the new Mary Poppins. And um, he flat out said, you know, he like they had a deal, like don't show us each other scripts because, you know, we just we probably shouldn't work together kind of thing. You know, being smart about it. Mm-hmm. And um, he wrote the script and she's he's like he tells her, hey, can you read this and think who you think should play the main character? And he said he already thought in his mind that she should have been it. And he looked her. She looked at him and was like, I think I should play the character. And so they did great. Great horror type movie everyone loved it that's all everyone loved it and now though he's saying that he's writing a sequel which I haven't watched it but I what I've, what I've been told is that it's the kind of cliffhanger where the movie could end and you'd be like oh, okay never never see another sequel or it could be like, oh hey here's a sequel well now he said that the way that they're writing the next one he, he says it's, it feels even better but that it could lead to multiple sequels so almost creating its own universe hmm. so I don't know how to feel about that I didn't see the movie because um, I remember when I was watching Homeland how it was really good and the second they got picked up for a second season got bad. it got elongated and you could feel like if you're going to plan for a 10 run season 10 season run okay I'm fine with that cuz it's there's it's plotting but when you're planning for it to end in 10 episodes and then now you got to do 15 more it's kind of like okay I can see a tonal change I can see that the, you guys had a plan for this and it changed and it doesn't feel right much like the walking dead as you've noticed it, it feels like they're changing gears at a very inopportune time so i hope they keep the movie to its roots because you know it, 